If you want to spend less time going to the grocery store, then you need to check out ButcherBox. It's a super convenient way to find high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust. ButcherBox only sells 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. And you know what all that means. No antibiotics or added hormones, so you get peace of mind that you're eating healthy food. On top of all that, ButcherBox makes shopping simpler because it gets delivered right to your doorstep. Shipping is always free, and you can customize your meal plan so you're only getting exactly what you want. We've tried everything from pork chops to tenderloins at our house, and they're always a huge hit. ButcherBox prices are as good or better than what you can find at the store, plus they have exclusive member deals, as well as a ton of recipes, cooking tips, and other kitchen hacks to choose from. So sign up at ButcherBox.com LISC and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer, plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. So sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash LISK, L-I-S-K, and use code LISK to choose your free-for-a-year offer, plus $20 off your first order. Welcome to part two of a two-part bonus episode of the Lisk Long Island Serial Killer podcast, featuring Long Island radio personality Politico and Suffolk County insider Frank McKay. Frank's opinions on the Lisk case can be quite polarizing. Whereas the Lisk podcast does not endorse all of his viewpoints, we do believe he represents a faction of Lisk theorists who are important to include when discussing this very complex and often confusing case. So let me ask you something. Do you think that Burke is Lisk? If you said to me, uh, hey, we just found out that Jimmy Burke had killed people, I, I wouldn't be shocked if you told me that Jimmy Burke has never killed anybody. I think I'd be shocked, too, to be honest with you. I don't mean to make light of it. Uh, I'm not sure that they're Lisk victims. Uh, but again, I wouldn't rule it out. I certainly wouldn't rule it out. I'm not saying by any means that Jimmy Jimmy Burke is Lisk, but Jimmy Burke and Steve Ballone, the county executive, are the two people mainly uh, in charge of covering this up. Well, I'm sure if left to his own devices, uh, you know, he would have hurt Christopher Loeb significantly more. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. What is your take on Loeb? You know, he was at the sentencing and um, he's... Uh, I, you know, certainly a victim in this, and I, I feel, uh, I feel for uh, Chris Loeb. Um, uh, you know, I know he's changed his story a couple of times. You know, different stories, and at the sentencing of uh, of Spoda, he uh, he made a statement that, and this is you know in federal court, uh, something along the line that he was he was working with the government. Uh, you know, maybe we would do a show with with Chris Loeb one day. I I certainly have respect for his situation. But there was no indication from anybody that Christopher Loeb was working with the federal government to try to do this. He was robbing cars, right? He was robbing cars. And I don't say that uh, out of any disrespect. He's got uh, substance abuse issues. And I've got all the sympathy in the world for, for folks who, uh, who have that demon. And, uh, yeah, left to his own uh, device, uh, Burke would have beat him a hell of a lot worse. Than, than what he did. Yeah, so anyway, Christopher Loeb is the reason why Burke went to jail. And, and I think for that alone, we have to, uh, we have to applaud uh, Loeb and, uh, and for him coming out and, and, um, 
and getting it together to to do this. I, I hope he's doing well. He made a statement in federal court and he, uh, he he made the statement in front of the judge and the folks that were there and the prosecutors uh, when they uh, did their summary and, that, and as they were they were closing their statement right before the sentencing. Uh, they they didn't refer to Crystal. They referred to him as, as a asset of either the FBI or the U.S. attorney. So, you know, I, I feel for Loeb's situation, but his story has changed and uh, I wish him well. But I tend to fall back on his original story that, uh, you know, he repeated for several years until recently uh, where it changed to include snuff films, etc. So while we're in the Burke realm talking about potential suspects, let's backtrack a little to Bitroff. I know you said you don't know him from a hole in the wall, but in season two of Lisk, we didn't spend much time on Bitroff. A, he's in the appeals process right now. So nobody from his camp is going to speak to us until these appeals are over. Uh, beyond that, there's a lot of discrepancies, a lot of, uh, you know, confusion about what happened to him uh, when he was being convicted, all of the stuff with the DNA. Could you just explain the Bitroff case, who he is and what you know of it? First of all, I think that when when there's any discussion of Lisk and the name Bitroff comes up, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of breath because there's no way that John Bitroff is anything close to Lisk. It's it's an insult to our intelligence. Uh, if it was John Bitroff, he would have been he would have been wrapped up in uh, in in a, in a package and handed over. His DNA was uh, was found on on a victim, and it was one of I think 16 different people, including his brother's DNA, that was found there. I'll be shocked if Bitroff's not, if he doesn't win on. But any time that you're talking about somebody being Lisk and they're not politically connected or they're not tied to law enforcement or they're not tied to uh, the DA's office, uh, anybody that's speculating on somebody being Lisk other than who's highly, highly connected to Ballone, Burke, Strickoff, Spoda, McPartland, this, you know, any of these people, uh, they're just wasting their breath. I mean, it would have been solved a long time ago if it was anybody but. And the fact that there's been no investigation whatsoever uh, should tell everybody. My role in, in, in this, my goal in life is to pressure Sinny, uh, who's running for office, or Ballone to, uh, to make admissions. I started uh, because Ballone was talking about running for governor. I figured the statewide press would push him on the questions and we'd get an answer on list or we'd get some answers on list. So let's take a moment to clear this up. A lot of people, when talking about this case, blame it on SCPD. From what I'm hearing from you, it's on a much higher level. So can you speak to that? Are they doing the investigative work? Are they being told not to? Are they sitting on on... Uh, on evidence? As far as uh, the, the Suffolk County Police Department, I, I don't blame them because they never had an opportunity to do an investigation. Jimmy Burke, who's a politician, let's say he was the police chief, and if you want to call Jimmy Burke 
law enforcement, then, then, you know, then fine. Yeah. Uh, then law enforcement has to do with the cover up, but it never got to the men and women in blue, right? It never got to the detectives. Jimmy Burke never has to answer a question in his life. He did 46 months. I got to believe, you know, and going back to what you said about Christopher Loeb, if, if he had snuff film uh, or a snuff film in that bag, that duffel bag, uh, Jimmy Burke wouldn't have gotten 46 months and the feds would have, would have nailed him and nailed everybody after him. They would have thrown 30 years at him. Again, uh, and I say it with the greatest respect to, to victims. The victim in this case being Christopher Loeb and uh, he deserves our applause because he helped bring down uh, some corrupt folks. So uh, the Suffolk County Police Department, there are folks that would die to get involved. At, at the headquarters, there's a little room that is uh, and it's a small room and it's set up as a LISC headquarters. And a private investigator saw the room and he mentioned it to somebody. And someone and uh, someone in homicide called him up and chewed him out for, uh, for mentioning that there was such a room there. And then he said to me, the private investigator said to me, well, there's got to be some investigation going on because there's a room dedicated to LISC. And I said, do you think there wouldn't be a room dedicated to LISC in, in somewhere in Suffolk County PD? I said, does the room look like it's ever been used? And he says, no. So I talked to somebody who works there I talked to several, uh, you know, people on the job who work there. I said, "Is that have you ever seen anybody walk into that room? And they laugh and they say, never, never once. But that's LISC headquarters there. There's no investigation going on. We could talk about Jimmy Burke and Chris Loeb and all this for the rest of the uh, rest of our days. Uh, the only way we're going to get to the bottom of it is by calling out Pallone and, and Tim Sinney, guys who have their political careers on the line because of this. You know, that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is your POS command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that unites your in-person and online sales into one seamless process. Easily track every sale across your business and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. You can take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify POS Go mobile device. Easy peasy. And if there's ever a question, Shopify's award-winning support is there to answer your questions. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash LISC, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash LISC to take your retail business to the next level today. One last time, go to shopify.com slash L-I-S-K. So do you think that Balone and Cinny know who killed these LISC victims? I, I would bet my house on it. Wow. I would bet my, yeah, there's, uh, there's no question that these guys, they know a hell of a lot more than any of us know. Why wouldn't they call out Burke? Why wouldn't they fire Burke? Why would he put Burke in that spot in the first place? So do you think that Balone and Cinny know who killed these LISC victims? I, I would bet my house on it. 
Wow. I would bet my, yeah, there's, uh, there's no question that these guys, they know a hell of a lot more than any of us know. Why wouldn't they call out Burke? Why wouldn't they fire Burke? Why would he put Burke in that spot in the first place? I think what you said earlier about, you know, Burke is drawn to, or perhaps these miscreants are drawn to him, and he collects them and gets dirt on them. So he has them in his pocket, and he can then elevate himself to whatever position he, he desires. I hope that there are some breaks in this case soon. Recently, New York State legalized the use of genetic genealogy in solving uh, these cold cases. So I'm hopeful at minimum we get some does ID'd uh, because I've long believed that they also hold clues to who Lisk is because I'm not hopeful that Balone or Senny or whoever knows what actually happened is ever going to, you know, grow a pair and fess up. There's too much on the line. Uh, but like you said, it's up to us, people like you and me, to put the heat on and keep shining a light on this case, keep honoring the victims and keep talking about it. Uh, but I did want to ask, what is it about Long Island uh, or Suffolk County that breeds this air of corruption? Well, in certainly in the last 20 years, uh, Burke had a lot to do with it. I mean, if you took if you took Jimmy Burke out of the equation, it would be it would be a much less uh, corrupt uh, area. You know, Long Island. You know, there's money here. You know, I think the feds uh, are, are hungry for, uh, you, you know, to take down uh, powerful people. And because Long Island has so many people, you know, I live in a county where there's 1.3 million people. There's a lot of people here. So it's it's big. We're the suburb of New York City. And, and then on the other end, like I said, there's the Hamptons. So there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I think there would be uh, uh, there would be heavy concentration on corruption. I don't think the people are any more corrupt than uh, than than others and other places. Just a lot of people, and you know, we're in the shadow of New York City. One thing I want to bring up, and you brought up the DNA situation. Someone had told me that. Um, uh, did you have a, a recent guest who had the DNA? A contract with New York? Yes, we did. We recently spoke to a genetic genealogist uh, named Cece Moore, who works with Parabon Nanolabs. The reason I bring it up is uh, I think someone spoke to Cece afterwards, and uh, you, you can confirm this, but she has not been called by the DA, Suffolk County, um, anybody involved, police department, uh, to identify, what is it, four or five victims that are identified and uh, unidentified in the in the list case. They didn't reach out and say, hey, get in here immediately, whatever it costs, let's solve this. But uh, none of them contacted her. From what I've read and researched, not all of that DNA was even run uh, because, potentially because of financial constraints. Uh. 
they, so, they've got all the money in the world. Trust me. And that's what's uh, so funny is that yeah. they have all the money in the world. They're like the highest SUPD is like the highest paid police department in the country or something like that. And they can't spend money to ID a doe. But yeah, I, but then they don't want to. Is what I'm telling you. It's just like the the sooner everybody understands uh, as a fact that there's a cover up here, and the sooner everybody understands that there's a cover up the sooner we can do something about it. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I really hope with our powers combined, we can get some justice in this case. So thank you so much. You guys too. Great work and great, great job over there. And thank you very much for including me. Thank you, Frank McKay. This has been a Mopac Audio production. Executive producers are Jonathan Nauzarden, Chris Moss, and Jonathan Beal. Senior producer is me, Shannon McGarvey. Music by Blake Maples. For more great content, check out other Mopac Audio shows wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for listening.